0: Okay. Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, great to see everyone. Oh, you know what? Someone has my... Oh, no, okay. okay um, first, a uh, big thank you to Neil and <clears throat> Sivan. I should say Sivan and to Neil. Rabbi, I am with right here. Yeah. Um, um, for hosting us and for the spread. And for the spread, thank you very much. It always helps get people to come back the next time. Um, okay, and uh, welcome everybody to our first, first week back. Very exciting uh, to be back. I asked the question if we should change the format, and guys said no, we want to do more contemporary topics, but we're going we're gonna to focus a little more often, hopefully, on Hashgapha also, you know, philosophy, that type of stuff. Um, this, this actually, this year actually is a combination. It's a halachic topic, but it's not just a halachic topic, as we will. As we will see. Um, uh, the the impetus for the topic, um, certainly Canada just legalized marijuana like a week ago, I think. Um, some guy got online and became the first person to buy marijuana legally in, in Canada. It was a big deal. Um, so that certainly raised a lot of questions for the rabbis in Canada. Um, after I chose the topic, I saw, I'll, I'll bring you a quote. If anyone listens to Headlines, the Headlines app, uh, the Doug Lichtenstein, covers all these kinds of interesting topics. His topic last week was marijuana. I didn't even realize I found it afterwards. Um, so it's certainly uh, in the news these days and certainly becoming, you know, in our, in the, in the very near future, I'm sure. Who knows? Uh, but probably pretty soon. We're going to have legalized marijuana in, uh, if not the state, maybe in the entire country. I don't know. So it's, it's a question we got to deal with. Um, so let's go. Some of these things you'll see are related. We spoke last year at one point about uh, questions of risk, skydiving, and things like that. So we're gonna, we'll, we'll deal with some of those, those pieces to it, but I'm going to go through those parts a little quicker because uh, we covered some of that last year. But you'll see there's plenty here to talk about. I found some really interesting stuff um, <clears throat> in the post-game about this question. So take a look at source number one. It's an article that was in National Geographic in June 2015. I saw this quoted by somebody else. The following, I just thought this was cute. The, the one, one day in 1963, a young organic chemist in Israel, of course, named Rafael Mishulam working at the Weizmann Institute of Science outside Tel Aviv, decided to peer into the plant's chemical composition. Further testing found that the world, what the world now knows. This compound is the plant's principal active ingredient and its mind-altering essence, the stuff that makes you high. Mishulam, along with a colleague, had discovered tetrahydrocannabinol. Did I say that right? THC. 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 <laughs> For these breakthroughs and many others, Mishulam is widely known as the patriarch of cannabis science. Some people are known as the patriarch of the Jewish people. (laughs) (laughs) Other people are known as the patriarch of cannabis Cannabis science. science. In 1992, Mishulam's request for, maybe, I think it's Mishulam, I think so, uh, for quantification led him from the plant itself to the inner recesses of the human brain. That year, he and several colleagues made an extraordinary discovery. They isolated the chemical made by the human body that binds to the same receptor in the brain that THC does. Mishulam named it... And someone help me there? An- and anandamide, anandamide from the Sanskrit, from the Sanskrit for supreme joy. I like this is my f- favorite part. When asked why he didn't give it a Hebrew name, he replies because in Hebrew there are not so many words for happiness. Jews don't like being happy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, as an intro to this year, right? Jews don't like being happy. But I think there's something that I think we're going to come back to this to this line actually a little bit later. What could be the possible? Again, something is mutter. Everything in the Torah is permissible unless the Torah or the or Hazal make it also. Right? So if you start from, from square one, is that uh, ingesting marijuana in whatever form of ingestion you like um, should be permissible? There's actually an interesting con- conversation is, is cannabis kidneys. So would you not be allowed to? Eat a a, uh, you know to eat marijuana on on Pesach. You can hold off for eight days maybe. But um, besides that question, why would it possibly be forbidden to smoke or eat or whatever marijuana? Anybody? Yes. Yeah,
1: health reasons. You're ingesting smoke into your lungs. Okay. And it can actually cause uh, respiratory problems.
0: Okay. So the smoking aspect—if you're smoking it—maybe there is. I'm gonna leave that to the doctors, but maybe there is some danger involved in the smoking aspect. Okay.
1: Not to jump ahead, but my biggest thought this year is why would this be ussar any more than alcohol
0: would be usher? Good question. We're going to have or to talk about that. Tobacco. Thank you. Or, or smoking. Right. Or smoking. Good. It
1: certainly
0: so, wasn't it also so, so 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 we're going to have to... Ah, good. So that's why it should be not usher. Why? Could, let's just talk about possibly Is why it should be forbidden. It
1: could lead you to averis.
0: It could lead you to averis. What do you mean? Uh, mixed dancing. <laughs> <laughs> It could lead to mixed dancing. That's true. Um, good point. It could lead to a Just Let's just play it out. So it's like a get there.
1: Meaning Meaning why?
0: What could it lead to? I mean, if
1: your judgment is impaired.
0: Okay, so you're you're impaired. If you impair your judgment, so it could lead you to make some mistakes. It might just be a bad idea for that reason. Okay. Yeah, anybody else? (laughs) What? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a reason to be makel is because maybe it produces the opportunities for many more birchos hanen, and Very good point. That's very or good. Josh. The good. That's a way to go even Malamitzchus people who... who uh, but maybe, Josh is lo- an Have oh, Yisrael. He tries to find good for everybody. But, but okay. but you
1: say you're dr- going to eat non-kosher if you got the money. Okay, okay. Exactly. Well, yeah. Let's go
0: rea- realistic. But it's against easier.
1: federal law. Oh, so
0: okay, good. Be- so if it's against the law, it's a different shayla, like Dina de that's a whole different question, right? If it's against the law, right, so that's our, uh, another reason why you probably can't even start. But let's assume you're in a scenario where it's not against the law. right? So so far we talked about maybe dangers of smoking. What else? It's a gateway. Okay, it could cause you to... Let's say those who believe that marijuana is a gateway drug, a big, ma- big dispute whether that's really true or not true. But if that's true, it could be, there could be a, some type of sakana involved, right? Some type of danger involved in somebody who smokes, smokes marijuana and starts to do so often and could lead them into a place where they get themselves involved in much worse drugs. Let's assume, assuming that marijuana itself doesn't have such detrimental effects, other drugs obviously do. Okay, anything else?
1: Getting behind the wheel of the car. Okay. Like if you're operating heavy machinery, again, that's so dangerous, to alcohol, It's dangerous, it's a cake
0: you. yeah, okay. What about fundamentally? But we
1: also know neurologically it causes certain memory problems. Okay, so it could be it's
0: damaging your brain. Yeah. Right. Anyone who's ever ever knew anyone in high school who smoked themselves stupid, right? Ever heard that? Right? Yes. I know a couple of individuals like that. But who is not a joke. The guy was like I had one individual I'm actually thinking of when I went to high school with, who literally like the guy like not that individual, <laughs> not not that one. <laughs> now, there's a guy who I play basketball. I'm serious, and the guy was like, <laughs> there you go, and that's what happened. I'm telling you, he the guy became like, yeah, crazy. Okay, so we'll get to the to the medical stuff in a, in a little bit. Yeah, so good. Fine, <laughs> but the the point being, so th- that we didn't have a lot so far, right? One is the the smoking issue. One is that maybe it does something damaging to your to your mental capacity. Um, it can maybe can lead you to something more detrimental, right? So that's you know that, that that's the the more obvious things. And we'll get to some more as we as we move along different possibilities. But let's let's just get moving for a minute, talking about the question of the da- of danger. Let's say there's some danger to your body. It can lead you to much more dangerous things. So what's the, what's the problem in the first place? And this, this, a couple of these Gemara's here are things that we have talked about in the past. Um, the pasuk in source number two, is in Safer Devar, right? that you should be very, very careful to guard your nefesh. You should really guard your, your nefesh because you didn't see a picture, meaning you saw God. You saw God face to face, so you should know better to guard your nefesh. The simple meaning of that, that posse is not a requirement to guard, guard your soul. Right, the simple meaning is it means to guard your. I mean, sorry, to guard your body. It means to guard your, your, your spiritual self. Right, you right. saw God, so you should be more careful because you know better, right? And the Gemara in source number three though takes this conversation in a different direction. And the Gemara in source number three is the Gemara in brachos that's talking about a totally different concept. <laughs> the question of if you're in the middle of davening and uh, someone important comes over to you, should you respond? And you're in the middle of davening, Shmonesre. You're in uh, the airport in Ukraine, and one of the uh, you know airport police come over to you, not the friendliest guy, and you know, what do you do? Do you stop davening? Do you, what do you do? Um, so look at so the Gemara says in source number three, a few lines in, in the first line, Amr Yosef lo shanu Yisrael, av umos Olam posik, right? That if, you, if there's a, uh, a, a non-Jewish king who comes to talk to you in the middle of Shemonesheh, you should actually stop. In Tan Rabbanan, the Gemara says the story is as follows, there was a certain Jew who was davening on the road. Ba hegemon echad, a certain, a certain, uh, you know, governmental person came over to him. V'noson lo shalom, he said hi to him. V'aloh Hi lo shalom, he didn't respond. Him ten lo him So the guy waited for him to finish La Yisrael. La'acher shasim tfilaso. Amrlo, right after he finished davening. So this, this, uh, this, you know, government official who clearly could do some damage to him, said to him, Reka, you know, idiot. V'aloh doesn't it say in your Torah. You should guard your soul. It says in your text, a smart guy. He says, It says you should guard your soul. When I said hi to you, why didn't you say hi to me? If I would cut your head off with a sword, who would come after me? I I can do whatever I want to you. He says, So why didn't you respond to me? And you should have, he says, because you have a requirement in your Torah to guard your, to guard your, your life. So some ask, the Savior Achimach, and others ask this question, why, why do we assume that, just because this guy, right, who is not a Tamachachim and not even Jewish, say, says this is the drasha? You learn that from this book that we assume that way, but it's a good question. But the bottom line is maybe you heard it from somewhere, but the bottom line is that we do assume from that possibility the responsibility for a person to, to guard their body. The Rambam source number four also says <laughs> the body should be healthy and, and in good in good shape. So <laughs> this is important. This this actually really speaks to marijuana, right? How you can understand understand things? How you can think? How you can be, like, be a, a person who learns Torah and understands God if you can't use your brain, right? If you're if you're sick. So a person has to distance himself from things that are dangerous for his body. Someone cover up the pastrami. And, 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 and be careful, to right? stay away from things that make you, that make you sick. You should only eat when you're hungry, and drink when you're thirsty. When you don't, don't, you know, when you have to go to the bathroom, you go go to the bathroom. But the bottom line is, the Rambam is giving advice that a person has to take care of their physical body. When I was a kid in my so outside the gym, they had they had you know this quote from the Rambam. It's part of darchi Hashem. It's a part of the responsibility of a human being to keep your body in good shape. Cuz by keeping your body in good shape, what's the purpose of the body? The purpose of the body is one purpose, right? The purpose is to help the Nishama. That's what it's there for. It's there to help you fulfill your job in this world. That's the point of the body. So, just keeping your body healthy is not like a physical, you know, thing that is like, you know, not a Jewish thing. It's not at all. It's the opposite. To keep your body healthy is the responsibility that we have. Krishna gave us a body. Our job is to keep it healthy. And source to Mefrad, there's Shulchan Aruch, right? In the Choshem Mishpat, that a person who puts themselves in danger, somebody who says "Hareini Misakein Beatsni, Umalah Acheyim Alay BeKach, Leave me alone. I'm gonna put myself in danger. I don't care what anybody says, right? Oh, any mak, any makvi BeKach. I don't care. Mak and Oseh Makas Mardis. You give them, you give them makas. Mid Rabana, not mid Raisa. You give them makas, right? But you give the Vanizra Mehem, a person who's careful. Allah love Tavo It's gonna be a wonderful thing for that person. So the bottom line is there's certainly some type of responsibility on a person to keep themselves healthy and a responsibility not to put themselves in dangerous situations. That for sure is true. Um, it's a halacha. That you have to keep yourself healthy. And, and by the way, it's not a joke um, that, that being careful. Schechter says this all the time. He says being careful to eat healthy is probably the same thing. A person just says, whatever, I'll do whatever I want and I'll, and I'll, and I'll be unhealthy. It's, you also have to, you have to be careful that way also. You have to, you have to balance, keep, keep, live a balanced life. It's, it's the right thing to do. And it's, and it's halakhically uh, mandated. But fine. So that's, so, but the, the question that then comes from there afterwards is, that's great to say, stay healthy and don't do dangerous things. But what's the problem? What's how do you define danger? What does that mean? How do you define something as dangerous? Right? So I can't walk outside, so I walk outside. Somebody might, you know, the car might jump the curb and, and kill me. So what? So I can't, I can't leave my house. If my house, a tree can fall in my house and kill me that way also. Right? So how do you determine what's a dangerous thing what's not a dangerous thing? Right? So the... <laughs> The Gemara, are two Gemaras in source number six and seven, which we won't read read inside now, just for for, because I want I want to get to the other things, to to more to the the deeper stuff in a second. But the Gemara basically gives a couple of examples of people who involve themselves in activities that are relatively dangerous, or people see as dangerous. One of the examples the Gemara Yavomos gives is uh, uh, you know when they when when these people used to get married very very young. So these young girls would get married when they were like 10 years old or 11, whatever, very, very young. And the question was, is it safe for them to become pregnant? And one of the questions of birth control became for these, these girls who were so, so young, and obviously not relevant today anymore. But when they used to get married very young, one of those questions. The Gemara there says, look, it was something everybody did. Everyone uh, weren't so nervous about it. And the Gemara uses the phrase, Shomer Pseim Hashem. Literally translated as, God protects the fools. And there's another Gemara Nebobos in source number 7, where it also talks about the question of uh, doing a, giving a bris mila to a child when there's not a certain wind that they used to have that, was, that was, uh, you know, would keep, they, they believed kept, kept, kept people safe. And the Gemara said, well, today we don't have that wind anymore, so if that's true, I shouldn't be allowed to, uh, to do a bris mila. if I don't have that certain weather. And the Gemara says, look, people do it all the time, people give bris mila all the time, and they don't have that wind, and they seem to be fine. So what do we say? Cave in the dushu be rabbim. Since people do it and they end up being fine, shomer p'salim Hashem. We assume that God protects the fools. Generally, mean comes to mean that there's something that people do that lots of people do and they end up being okay. So we assume that God, you know, protects us from those things. And since you have some type of evidence that's not so dangerous, so then I don't have to worry. and That's not something I, I have to hold myself back from. Okay. So yeah. It's
1: a like cultural, social thing to a degree. What what is the Find
0: as right how, how do people view things that what, what things do people view as dangerous and that's one of the con- conversations in the post game is how do you define that what does that mean that's something that people don't see as dangerous how do you, when do we define when we apply Shomer Prasaya meshem yeah well it also has a I think an
1: impact in terms of professions because the, you know absolutely if somebody's a firefighter or a policeman. Or, or somebody military, goes hit, goes joins, or, joins the IDF. Right. Or, right, or uh, you know, is a construction worker on, you know, uh, those beams on skyscrapers yes, and stuff like which that. Which is
0: really I mean, dangerous. They you know, know. die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um you know, industrial accidents happen right. regularly. Right. You know, should people be you know, not Correct. be doing so.
0: Correct. So the, so the, so there are basically there are a bunch of approaches to this issue of how we determine what type of risk is too far, and what type of risk is basically what we call normal? It's obviously risky, but it's a normal, right? So, for example, I'd, I would ask you, driving in a car is that risky? It's it is, in, in a sense, it is risky, right? But it's, normal. But it, but it's a normal thing that. Pe- thank you. That's a normal thing that people do. So, how does that work? How do we determine that? So, there's kind but of two. Two examples
1: you just gave were mitzvahs.
0: Ah, oh, very What's good.
1: Everything else, job or
0: Very good. Yeah, up. so some of the posts can point out what they uh, who says, I think Rabbi Vadya says, that any time you are dealing with a mitzvah, so that's when you already have said just what you said, and he says issues that are, things that are mitzvos. so then already you have, because you have also the idea of, uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> of shliach mitzvah lo yedadavaroah, some someone's those are mitzvah already, that's why people give, give someone a dollar when they go into Haaretz Israel, right, because you make them your shliach mitzvah to bring your money, there it's also going to be protected, yes. But there's a couple other approaches in the, in the post that take this a little bit in different ways. The Dibinion Seamer of Yachov Etlinger, so he argues, and he they, and they both, two of these approaches both bring their proof from the concept of Birchasa Gomel. When a person you know gets off a plane, right, and they, uh, they bench gomel. So um, so w- what are the four situations in a person who benches gomel? So a person comes out of prison, a person who crosses the sea, a person who crosses the desert, and a person who was sick and gets better. Right? So the so the Jacob Etlinger says, wait a second, I goes not understand. You're telling me that if I get on a boat and I cross the ocean, right? And when I get to the other side, what do I do? I say thank you, Hashem, so much for saving me from that dangerous situation. So, if it was dangerous, what should the answer? Shouldn't have gone. Shouldn't have gone in the first place. Right? <laughs> if, I'm gonna, if I'm setting myself up to thank God afterwards for for, for for keeping me safe, right, when I cross the ocean, so the implication is that I shouldn't have gone. Right? What, what's going on here? So he says. So he says, you're only not allowed to get involved in something dangerous if the danger is in front of you at that moment. Okay? okay? I mean, if you get started with something and it's not so dangerous, so I, uh, I get on the boat. At the moment, that first moment, I get on the boat, it's not so dangerous. So eventually, it hits the middle of the, middle of the sea, not ready, it's, uh, you know, now we're dealing, you, get, you can get a little more dangerous. But something that's not right in front of you, so that's not a, it's like right? So it's not right in front of you, so that's not uh, that's not gonna be a problem. So that explains that gemara about the girl getting pregnant. Why? Because that moment, right, the uh, the the act of 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 intercourse is not a, it's no danger right then. It could be dangerous later. So worrying about things that might happen later, that we're not worried about. Right? But things that are right in front of you, you step out of the you know you step out you know on the edge of the airplane, you're about to jump. I think it's sakhan lefanach. I think I think that moment the danger is right in front of you. Right? It's a little bit different. But um, but that but that's gonna be later that we're not worried about. Same thing getting in a car. I get in the car, is it dangerous right now? Mm-hmm. No. Is it possible a danger might come later? It's possible, right? But I'm not worried about it. Same thing when I get in the boat. It could be dangerous later. It could be. But, okay. But it's what, not what right now. Danger? It's not. What's
1: what? What's the danger of getting on the boat, though? Is, is the danger crossing the sea? Or is it...
0: It could be that it could become scary. dangerous later.
1: So is that... But is,
0: is there... You're saying, the but is for sure, is, you're saying that the danger is for sure going to come.
1: It, it depends what the danger is. Right. If the danger is if it's, if it's uh, I don't know, high seas or something like that. You don't know. But right. It's,
0: I think it's more <laughs> the danger that could, that could come later. That could come later. So you
1: shouldn't automatically say that to if you go on. You
0: do anyways because we assume that crossing the ocean is uh, so a... You know... That doesn't make sense. Because?
1: Because it's, it's preposterous to say that...
0: Because you're always putting you know, yourself in situation have, come, come okay, you a situation where it's going to become dangerous. Okay. So good. That's a good cash on, on the Yaakov of Ellinger. So Titzel Yasser says it a little bit differently. So he said... He also brings this proof from B'erichas Gomel. You see from here that there are certainly situations that are dangerous you can put yourself into. And he says no he says, we allow... We say, God protects the fools, when? And you can get yourself involved, even something dangerous, when it's something that's normal for the world to function. Okay. He says, look, people have to go to war. You need an army. If you didn't say that, what are you going to say? That no, no one can go to war. Why? Well, I have to protect myself. And you can't, you can't create a Jewish army because... Everyone who goes to the army is putting themselves in danger, right? The answer is, yeah, but you need an army. You need police officers. You need firefighters. Right? You need people to drive a car. You need people to cross the ocean and to get on a plane for business, right? To visit their family. It's the normal way the world functions. And for things that are normal for the world to function, we don't say stay in your home paralyzed, but rather get out in the world do the things that the world needs, but recognize that it's dangerous. And that way, even when you get to the other side and you have to do it, you still thank Hashem for protecting you on the way. Okay. Um, what what the, uh, and and there are many, many uh, who say a similar idea. The Noam also says that a person wants to be a hunter for a job. He says that's fine. Uh, he says, but the, he says, but, but he writes that hunting for sport. He says, well, that's dangerous, right? So he makes that distinction. Not everyone says that. Some people think it's okay also for sport. But it, his point is that it, if it has some type of functionality right, that's when, that's when there's a difference. Schechter has a similar, and points pointed a similar type of idea, that when we talk about things that are needed for functionality, that's already when we start to have something different. <laughs> but when we're talking about a danger which is just for kicks, right, and it's just for fun, just because I, I like, want to have an experience, right, so that we don't find in the post-gym uh, that we say, or psalm, or in such a case. Is like, that, yeah, it's fine.
1: Offset by prevalence?
0: What do you mean? By the
1: prevalence. Oh, good. You know, suddenly, well, legalization.
0: Good. Right? So the question that then you have to ask is, when you want to do something for fun, the question then becomes, how dangerous is it? Right? So for example, or something just because you enjoy it.
1: similar to the boat. You get on the boat, like one episode, one puff isn't going to probably put somebody... Correct. It's not Gomel worthy Right. Right? But like, you know, yeah, if you make it a career, if you look, you know...
0: Correct. Um, well, Correct. Yes. So that's why I think we've pointed out. i pointed out before that when we talk about smoking, right? So if Moshe has two chewers. Moshe Fine says two is about smoking. But he says one, he says it's like everyone knows that it's fine. It's not a big deal. And he says it's not, it's not us. Right? The discussion in the post used to be about smoking was, can you smoke on Shabbos? Since everybody does it, so can, is it even you know something's allowed? Shav Lachom Everybody can do it on Shabbos. Now, then later, sorry, Yantiv, sorry. So later, the yes, Yantiv, thank you. Later, later the question became, is smoking even permissible at all, right? And Rav Moshe has a further later treatment where he says, well, now people are saying it's not so good for you, but it's not really proven that it's so bad. So he says, it's probably a bad idea, but I can't say that it's us-er. right? Because, again, this is how science informs halakha, right? The same, the same principles change, change the din comes the Tzitzel Yedra in source number 9, and he blasts smoking out of the water. And he's the, one of the first to say it's absolutely forbidden to smoke. Look in source number 9 just for a second. He writes, Is it forbidden, according to halacha, to smoke cigarettes? Um, and he writes, look at source at uh, uh, the second paragraph, he says, umama, And he, he's writing, um, he's writing, I'm always informed by the, some of the doctors that he would speak to. Silly still yes, When but is this? When this is, is, uh... I don't know, oh, That's a good question, what year this question it's, late, it's later on in his life, because Chelik Tesevov was already probably... I mean, maybe late eight, in the 80s, I think. Huh? The 80s, maybe, maybe oh. early 90s. And he says... Does it say here? Yes. Oh, tuff, oh, sorry, Tavshin Membez. 82. there you go, 82. So he says, He says, I was, like, blown away. Right? I was, like, shaking. From hearing the deep analysis and the clarity, right, that he heard from one of the doctors he was talking to, he was the he was the post-lick of Sharit Tzedek Hospital, um, Waldenburg, eventually. And his proofs, his his the proofs he brought from medicine, and his proofs, hamamashiot. Hamidop and Mea Adam that prove with a hundred witnesses. We're in Halacha say like it's redundant. Shaila shayishun shel cigario kamo hu kigachale resamin laguf that smoking cigarettes is like letting your body on fire. Kihum azik btsura chamura biyosir lebruyus aguf shalam ashen that, it, that, it, that it, it has such a, such a terrible impact on the body. Vichei ishun aluma mashlek atser et ha'chaim chasron that 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 smoking literally shortens the life of a human being. And if you look at the next paragraph, he says, where it's underlined, It is clear without any shadow of a doubt. To, to, to give a blessing. Maybe you'll say, so many people do it. Oh, maybe I should say, look, everybody smokes. In 82, there's a lot of people smoking. I mean? Everyone does it. Maybe just say it. Everyone does it, so it should be okay. You can't say that. Why? It says, He says, the only time we say, that God protects us from things that everybody does is when it hasn't become clear already that it's really, really damaging. Right? And that if you look at the reality on the ground, it doesn't say the opposite, right? Or you say, look, look, there's so many people who do this and nothing ever happens to them. Look at the people getting in the car and they never get, it's never, they never die. Right? It's not such a dangerous thing, right? So that fine, right? In this case ashbib karba asarot shanim ma in the last 10 years Laura Mamadim you see through all the through to the, the studies that have been done and nit galu bamad mamadim ha mafilim mirubim you see how and how terrible this uh, smoking is to the body and how dangerous it is and he says at that point you definitely can not say so and he writes where it's bolded in kaine bavadai bavadai certainly shaab sordihu i mean word it's absurd. Oh, wow. It's absurd. La halim ain because to 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 just like. Cover your eyes and not pay attention. It's <laughs> like those people who smoke, they get lung cancer and they die. We know that by now, he says. So to say God protects the fools, it's not such a big deal. We know the risks. And we know how bad it is. By smoking, he says, nothing to talk about. And by now, it's, this is not even a question in, in the post-game. You almost can't find a postic who's going to tell you that it's permissible to smoke today. Uh, really, really difficult to find. The RCA put together a whole thing a number of years ago, where they took all you know all the posters in America who all said that there's no question that uh, that smoking is a Um, but why? Because it became so clear, right? The dangers of smoking are so obvious and so so known to everybody that uh, that that's not a, that's not a question, right? That, but that's a more, but that's more extreme, right? The question of what cigarettes do to you, I think, is more obvious to everybody. Everyone knows that. The question is, what about marijuana? Right. Is marijuana really the same as smoking? It's, uh, we have to see. Is it, it's a little bit of a harder argument to make.
1: No, yeah, smoking. Right? Yeah. Like I said before, taking one cigarette is not going to do that. Either.
0: Yeah, but what do you know is going to happen with smoking? So the
1: same thing when you're traveling, right? When you're traveling, to you're saying getting on the plane is not the issue, but you know you're going to go over the body of water that's dangerous, and you're doing it anyway.
0: Right. So I think you're right. According to Jakob Etlinger, you're gonna have a harder argument. You're saying because he's saying even though you know it's gonna get dangerous, it's okay because it's right. not dangerous in the beginning. That's a good point. Well. That's a good point. But according to the second shot we saw, it would not be true, right? Smoking is not necessary for the for the for the world to work. Right. And in which case, if you have to then get at that point, you just have to gauge how dangerous is this. And the answer is that the activity in general can be very dangerous, and smoking is worse. Just just simple smart, right? rationale will tell you. Someone starts to smoke, they're not going to stop, right? Most people. Um, and if that's going to happen, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're really putting your, putting your life at risk. Yeah? There
1: are many ways to ingest marijuana other than smoking. Mm-hmm. So what about the non smoking? Correct,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Also, by the way, I, I don't even know. I assume that someone who smokes marijuana, even if let's say even they smoke marijuana, let's say they, they're, they're smoking every day, I, I assume that the effects are not the same as someone who smokes cigarettes, right?
1: Yeah then the, the tar and other uh, things in the cigarettes are, are, worse than, are worse. Are worse, right? Yeah, yeah worse I, assume so.
0: I assume so. I assume so. Also, you could, you're, you're someone who smokes. A smoker, a chain smoker, is smoking multiple cigarettes a day. Some, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not around a lot of people who smoke weed, but someone who does. Yeah, I, you are. I, I mean, <laughs> what you are. Yeah, so, all right. I don't know. I never seen it. So, but what I'm saying I have not been around it. So I, I don't know how many. How many. Uh, I don't know the proper the proper here. Uh, how many uh, joints. Pu- joints you you smoke joints. at a time per day? But I, I would imagine it's less and less dangerous. It's from from a from like a lung perspective. That's probably true. The doctors in the room would agree with that probably. Okay. Um, also a also difference between joints and boners, or e-cigarettes, which is how they're doing it. E-cigarettes different challenge. Good. Yeah, so probably. the the um. And also, I think the big difference is that uh, it's known that, c- that that smoking that smoking tibet- that smoking cigarettes is is, is addictive. Uh, marijuana, I think. I think the jury is still, you know, there's still people on both sides. I think. Um, okay, feel free to interrupt me if I'm wrong. Would you agree with that? People are still on both sides, whether so it's uh, really really addictive or not. Pain? What? Oh, we're gonna get to medical marijuana. I
1: think there are a lot of benefits in marijuana. Okay,
0: good. So we got the good, good, good. Excellent. Good. Um, fine. So what are marijuana's long-term effects in the brain? I took this from a government website so you know, but, but, you know who knows what, what this is. Okay. Uh, let's try. Substantial evidence from animal research and a growing number of studies in humans indicate that marijuana exposure during development can cause long-term or possibly permanent adverse changes in the brain. Um, rats exposed to THC before birth, soon after birth, or during adolescence show notable problems with specific learning and memory tasks later in life. Cognitive impairments in adult rats exposed to THC during adolescence are associated with structural and functional changes in the hippocampus. Studies in rats also show that adolescent exposure to THC is associated with an altered reward system, increasing the likelihood that an animal will self-administer other drugs like heroin, when given an opportunity, okay. <laughs> gateway, the gateway argument, right, right there. It's a <laughs> great experiment. It's good, right? Rats. Yeah. Rats. heroin rats. addicted to rats. Heroin. Get it, getting rats, rats addicted to heroin. Broadway at thirty-seven. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, otherwise he'd be learning math. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. saying? So, so um, okay. Anyways, <laughs> bottom line is at this point, right? It sounds like heroin there there is some effect, and okay. sounds like the impact is more. On, on adolescence. I, the, the can, I, can I just make a Yes,
1: I go. Think, I think this is so very general, non specific. Almost everything that you take in utero in development can cause problems. Okay, good. A lot, a lot of medications, a lot of things. So okay. the argument to say that causes uh, damages in, in utero um, doesn't do anything. It doesn't. Yeah. Right. Also, what about talk. adolescence? We well, don't um, talk anything about the amount that they were taking and the doses that mm-hmm. they were using. In some of the experiments, and I'm not speaking specifically for this because I don't know the sources, but mm-hmm. they're using ridiculous amounts that are, are not comparable to what people, what would, people really, really take. would really really okay, use. Good. So, good. Excellent. You know, you can, right. you can kind of manipulative with the signs to give you... Whatever you want. you want, got it. I'm not saying that, that's what... That yeah, 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 I, mean, I hear you, I hear you, go, go,
0: go. Yes, that, that, I was, I, no, I was about to make that following, you know, uh, caveat, yeah, that, right. that disclaimer, I'm not a doctor here. So, so I'm just telling you some adults ideas. Adults
1: that take it recreational. Correct. So they didn't study those rats. Correct. Yeah. So, they other so they did other they did
0: other, they did other studies on adolescents and dropping IQ, but they even write, even they write, even they write, if you look at the end, the ability to draw definitive conclusions about marijuana's long-term impact on the human brain from past studies is often limited by the fact that study participants use multiple substances, and there's often limited data about the participants' health or mental functioning prior to the study. Point being, even they right here, that it's not so clear, it's not so obvious um, how how significant the impact is. I think that we, like we said, we have a sense of you know anecdotally of how it's just bad for a person to be a person becomes. Uh, you know, a, uh, a person who's smoking weed all the time, it just, it's not a good environment. That's fine. We'll get to that in a second. But from a real danger perspective, it's a lot harder to argue. If it was proven that there was an IQ drop because of smoking
1: marijuana, would that automatically make a lesser? Or is it it would said, certainly speak well, to the
0: Rambam's point. It would certainly speak to the Rambam's point, that a person who does something that, will, that, will, that they know will alter their, you know, cognitive functioning, it's mm-hmm. damaging to your body. It's, it could be the Israel Chavala the is the damage about it. Yes, if it, if it would just do so temporarily, it'd be much less significant than something that that causes a, a a permanent change. But it's not again. I think it's not clear. The point is, it's not really clear that it really does that. So my point in bringing this this you know um, general whatever thing uh, piece here is to show you that even here, it's not it's not so clear. You know what these what the impacts really are, how significant they are. Um, nevertheless, let looking look at source number eleven. Moshe Feinstein was asked this question um, many many years ago. This is five seven seven three. So we're, five seven three three. So we're talking uh, forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A long time ago. Forty five years ago. Moshe was very, very strong on this actually, issue. By the is. way, wait, wait. 1973. There's a lot, of, a lot of weed going on. Uh, so, actually, less than there is now. Okay, but it was uh, well on the scene at least. Okay, I couldn't, I couldn't compare. I wasn't alive. So, um, Moshe is as follows. Moshe writes like this, and this is important. He, again, there are those who argue Rmosha. Moshe is very strong. He nei bedavar asheid chilu la Chashish, in a case you're not sure, Maravana. Pashu davar asur. It's obvious, he says, that it's also to do. mikami ikireh dinim because of a number of concepts in Torah. Why? It, says it destroys and it, it, it does damage to the body. Again, you could argue that Moshe, based on science now, that, that that part maybe you could say is not, not definitive. And what about some healthy people for whom it's not going to do so much damage? It messes with your head. Right? He says it makes you not able to think the same way, which is worse. Right? It makes you not able to learn. Uh, in, in an appropriate way. You can't learn, you can't daven, you can't focus, so you can't do any of these things. Again, that was that's certainly when, when a person is high the question is, does it have that impact that remains, I think, is, remains <clears> to be seen if the, if the Macias right, is actually that way, if that's really true. Um, Ramosha basing his understanding that he assumed that it did, would say it would then be awesome. So tobacco was okay, but marijuana was not okay then? At that time, yes. Correct. Absolutely. That's, that's, this year, yes, Ramosha would say, at least Ramosha would say that it's not necessarily By this time, he probably has a truva that says, it's not so great, but I can't tell you it's usher. But marijuana, he's saying, is for sure usher. It's a very good point. But so, there's oh, also know.
1: a legality issue in the United States. Well, let's keep if, going. If you were relying on just the government's determination...
0: But watch this. Watch this. V'o'chu gorem ta'avagadola. It causes people to have a lot of desire. What does he mean? What's he talking about? Oh, mungies. The munchies. Oh, right? Uh <laughs> he's talking about? Uh, shekorim munchies. No, Asher. Asher huyoseu mitavas akhila. He says, more than just wanting to eat. You see, he knew, by the way, you see that he knew something about it. Right? He wasn't, he, yeah. knew, he knew what this was. V'chadoma hatzrikhim la'adam adam I mean, he wants to eat more than he needs to, needs to live. V'yeshila same <laughs> will have huyotavasan. There are people can't control themselves they're so hungry, they can't control themselves. Vuhu <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> <laughs> Or Tuesday night share. Yeah, okay. Vuhu iser hachamur, Shenamar right? The Ben sore Morah. what's one of the reasons why the Ben sore Morah is found guilty? Because he's, he's like, he's so gluttonous, he's constantly running after food, right? And what's he referring, even though it's kosher food, and that brings us back to... Um, Right, we we see many many of the of the We talk about the concept of the Ramban, Ramban who writes the mitzvah of kadoshim t. What's the mitzvah of kadoshim t? <coughs> so he says the the violate the way you violate the mitzvah of kadoshim t. You someone who would, you should be holy, wouldn't be holy. So he refers to someone who's novel bershusat Torah, someone who doesn't technically violate any isurim, but is like gross. Right, you're just like totally involved in just you know the enjoyment of this world only all the time like kosher scotch and kosher and kosher meat and kosher this and everything's kosher with perfect hashkaha but i spend my all my time just like running after the enjoyment of this world so like yeah maybe it's all technically kosher but what kind of environment am i creating for my life right that's not an like environment of kedusha and it's a and it's a it's a mitzvah it's not just like a, an idea it's the mitzvah of Kedoshim to you, um, and that's that's where Moshe is going here. Uh, to bring myself to that state where I need that, right? So in such a, in such a uh, an intense way. And he actually says at the end he quotes he quotes um, the Ramban, and he also says at the very end there two lines in the bottom. It causes a person to get involved in other stuff. Right. Softa varhu pashud barur shumi surm chamurim. Doesn't say it's one of the a serious, serious have error. He says to be careful that the, everyone shouldn't do this, and certainly the kids in yeshivas shouldn't be involved in this. Uh, I mentioned to double Lichtenstein. If you don't listen to Headlines, it's fun. It's a fun thing to listen to. I listen to it in the car a lot. Headlines radio. So he puts on not just not just uh, conversations about halacha, but he, he puts the all the all the sources online. Someone says ninety pages of sources that he puts on on his website. So one of them was a conversation that someone had with the bavche rebbe about smoking weed. So the guy says to him, um, and the question was, is it permissible to uh, to smoke marijuana? Marijuana, I guess, was right. Right. it a, Is it appropriate? Is it wrong? Is it whatever? And he responded to him, <gasps> it's really, really Hasheila. And I'm astonished that you even asked me, he said. Fascinating. And um, what's really interesting, and this is interesting, I was actually listening to this today. So there was, um, he had a, a guest on who's a Rav in Toronto. You can go listen, his name is Rabbi Kaplan, who's a Chabad rabbi in Toronto. And he said to him, he goes, but you guys, he goes, you guys, you're very involved in drinking. He said, so what, what, what like, what do you, well, it's like so us to smoke, to smoke marijuana, but, but drinking is, is totally fine. Um, and this, this rabbi got a on, got on space like he said, and he tried to make this argument, not an argument I would make, but I'll tell you what he said. He said, the mahalik of Chabad, he said, and this is what he said, I'm not saying that he speaks for all of Chabad, you know, whatever, this is what he said. He said, he believes, he says, that he was always taught as a kid, and this is what they do in, in, in Fabregians and Chabad, is that when they drink, they drink to come together. They drink to, to bring people together, release inhibitions, and you, uh, you know, it brings people together, he said. He said, when you smoke marijuana, you get like caught up in your own, and you, in your own like high, and you separate yourself from somebody else. I was like, all right. If you want to say that, that's okay. I said, I don't know if that's true. I couldn't speak to it. But it's an interesting point. I I, I don't buy it. Um, but but, it, it, but it, it gets down to that question of like, it's so bad to smoke marijuana, but it's, it's so bad to get drunk. So, so what's the counter argument? Counter argument is there's a lot of discussion in the post game that it's really bad to get drunk. But everybody's
1: uh, doing it. That's the answer. That people, they can't... Comp- it's purely society. So I don't know.
0: Whatever. I don't, I don't change, want to talk about Chabad, but I'm just. Not just
1: Chabad. I'm saying in general. Right. People have whiskey in their house. They can't forbid it. It's too late. Okay, so it's a good
0: question, right? So, well, they so, try but, but, I, but, but but my no, point is that hey, my point is that to say like, well, what about what about drinking? There's a lot of there's a lot of source material. A lot of sources on the post game, certainly more more modern day. Right? There's a lot of there's a lot of source material in the, in the Gemara about drinking and that situation where they did drink and they got drunk, etc. There is a lot of that. But there's a lot of discussion, certainly when it comes to Purim, but all the time, about be like, and it's a chitl Hashem to be drunk, and that getting drunk is a, is a terrible thing. You have lots of discussion to be shown in the Achronim about that conversation. Or that if you're going to, a person who would drink to the point where they're not, you know, not going to be able to, to daven and to keep mitzvot and embarrass themselves and be drunk in front of other people and, and, and do embarrassing things, that's us, be like that according to many post game. So they say like well what about drinking? The <laughs> argument, I don't know. Who said that that's really okay either? Um, that that's, that's it's an interesting point. Extreme,
1: being very extreme. Correct. Just getting to that point. Correct. Like what happened at uh, the simple space of Shweba, you know, everyone here smoked before we came and <laughs> I we had don't singing. know. That was right. much nicer. Right. No one's got car
0: keys. No right. one's got any risk. Right. No one's at danger. that's a good question. So, so here's the one thing I don't know. So here's the one. Here, here's the one thing I don't. Here's the one thing I don't know. And if anyone knows, you don't have to tell me how you know. Um, my sense is, I'm not necessarily saying it's a good, a good thing, but my sense is that there's a there's a possibility for a person to to drink a little, and to not get drunk. You, there's like there's, there's you can be in the middle there, right? My sense, a person can be responsible. I don't know how it works in marijuana. The person can get like a little bit high. Does that work? Yes. Without getting, like, totally high? Okay. So maybe, uh, I don't know. So I don't know. But um, if, if that's true, so, that I, so I hear it. It's not, a, you know, t- to say that, uh, that distinction. Look, the other argument you're going to make is gateway drug, you know, it's a, it's a different, st- it's, it's already, you know, taking you to a different place. You can make that argument. But people could argue about alcohol that also it's a gateway to addiction. So it's, it's not a bad point. So not a bad point. So if you put yeah.
1: marijuana in alcohol, it, takes time to it. <laughs> it Yeah, good question. Could you argue that the reason that Rav Moshe was so accrued is because culturally at the time, it was perceived as a... Absolutely.
0: You could can, you cannot religious. take Rav Moshe out of the 1970s when he gives this psaq. I agree with you. You cannot remove him from the psaq. At the same time, um, I don't think he would say... I don't think you can say that the only reason he asserted it was because this environment it was creating. But I think. I, you, he, he clearly but, thought it was, it was dangerous to the body and to the mind. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, but that idea that it's alcohol brings that. people together and marijuana brings people apart is just such a ill-informed... I don't like that. I, I think it's crazy. somebody who's never... I think that's crazy. ...who's only drunk. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just... I don't...
0: I don't, I don't, I don't buy it anyways. That's I'm right. going to tell you the argument that I heard, which I didn't like. Right. Um, but just take a look for another second. Look at Rashul uh, Zammar um In a sefer called... Madani Shlomo, verse number 13, writes, "Shamati Memoran... That's some right they heard from him, right? That it should be forbidden to take drugs. They're not specifying marijuana, but drugs drugs in general. Um, not that it's a bad idea. Taking drugs like people do on the street. You're gonna, you're, if you're damaging your body, there's nothing to talk about. If it's causing actual damage, then you, it's for sure. Osir. Even though it's not clear that smoking is us, because it wasn't clear how bad it was. When it came to cigarettes, it was more accepted at that time. But, it's, right, but the argument is drugs are, were forbidden in every country in the world until now. Right? If you do it, you're breaking the law. He's arguing that for some reason it sounds like science must be telling us that it's more dangerous than smoking. Okay? I think that just, yes again, same thing. If it's not, if that's not really correct, if someone said, it's really not true. It's not as dangerous. So it could be uh, an interesting thing to talk about. Yaakov Ariel in source number 14 does not take it from the perspective of, of any of these other things. He takes it from the, from the perspective of of to you. that he thinks that it's a it's a it's it's you know a person who just you know to sit around and to smoke marijuana just to like enjoy and to feel this high is uh for no other purpose right just to like create this experience he thinks is a violation of kedoshim to you so so, what I don't think he would get drinking wine in general, but he would forbid sitting sitting by yourself just to get drunk. Yeah, he would. Not,
1: getting drunk is different than drinking wine. Right,
0: right. So I don't know. Again, it's I don't know. Thing. I don't know. Again, but you can't it's a say, good.
1: Smoking you can't say like you can't compare forbidding. You can't say oh the, that rabbi forbids getting drunk, and that rabbi that rabbi forbids smoking marijuana at all or ingesting marijuana at all. Mm-hmm. Because the distinction is that that one is that's taking. Drinking alcohol to the extreme, right. so he forbids. Right, it's not saying, oh, you can't take smoking marijuana to the extreme. He's saying you can't do that in general. There's clearly a distinction that they're making that seems to make little sense. It
0: seems to. There seems to be an understanding that that smoke that, well, first of all, other drugs are for sure damaging your body. It's not. So that's a different conversation. But the distinction here with marijuana, I think, is that it seems like a lot of the post can assume that it was dangerous to the body also. Um, but if you believe that it's not dangerous to the body at all, you're right, it's a harder distinction to make between smoking marijuana and, 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 uh, and drinking not to excess. But he, you're right, it's a fair point. But he,
1: he specifically calls it out here, saying, gorge himself on wine.
0: Right, right. 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 They, they're seeming say, to... You can
1: gorge yourself on marijuana to be high to a point. Right? You, you gorge yourself on anything, c- I mean. So that's interesting. Okay, so that's okay, okay,
0: good point. So, so Ron Soloveitchik has a, has a piece, an article that he wrote, um, you can Google it and find it, where he talks about the difference between society, this is a very fascinating idea, and we'll, we'll wrap up in a minute. He basically says that, um, and then we'll get to med- medical purposes for a second. You know, let's go to that for one second, just so we don't miss it. So number 16, this is like, yes, we're not really inside, was asked the question about delivering morphine to a patient who will not get better, um, and morphine will, will, will relieve their pain. But we also know, from my small amount of medical knowledge, that morphine also can shorten a person's life, correct? To a certain extent. So, is that permitted? How can I give someone morphine if it's going to shorten your life? Right? That should be us sir. So, So, has Leeser writes that to, that to prevent someone, or to, to, to part of refua is not just to heal them, but to make that person not be in pain. It's a very, very important concept in end-of-life care, um, in general, that to part of refua is to take someone's pain away and take away their psychological pain. So he <clears> argues <throat> that, and that's why it's, it's not even a discussion, that allowing someone to, to be given morphine is not, not a shadow in the and is permitted. Um, many assume same thing for, for medical marijuana. Right? If, it, if it's seen to have a medicine, and he writes, he, goes, every, he writes that every medicine has some, some counter effect. Right? Every medicine is, is bad for you in some way, right? but we allow them because overall they help. So the, the argument that's made for medical marijuana, I, I've not heard those who are, who are opposed to it. In fact, the OU gives a hashkacha to, so to certain, certain products that are medicinal marijuana. They're very hesitant to do so. They're very nervous about it. I heard in an interview, a very elephant, um, who said that they were very, very concerned about doing it. It took them along long time to decide to say yes. They feel that they gave me a stamp of approval to marijuana. He said they never, ever gave a, a, a hashkacha to cigarettes. They were asked to many times, flavor it or whatever. He said no, they never would. But for this, for medical marijuana, they, 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 they agreed to do so. Um, so for med- med- medicinal marijuana, it's really, really not a shayla. Really, that's considered, if, it's, if the doctors think it's appropriate for a person, that's, it's much less of a shayla, or, or not a shayla. Um, but let's just go back to this last piece from Marcel Leveshik. And he, and he basically says, as follows, it's very interesting. He says, he says that secular society and Jewish society believe in the same concept, but in, in, in the opposite. He says that, uh, we believe in a concept was called tochel kibarah. What's tochel mean? The Gemara has this case in Gemara and Brakos, that basically your inside and your outside should be the same. You should be authentic, right? That just like when we're outside with other people, so we try to be a certain, we hold ourselves <laughs> together, and we present a certain way. So the assumption is that we shouldn't just present that way. We should, we should, if we're respectful of other people, we should be respectful even inside ourselves. That should be part of who we are. Our whole goal in life is to is to create. Uh, ourselves and to, to, to work on ourselves to become authentic. So he says, and this is many years ago, I think it was in the 80s he wrote this, he says, that, he says, society today, it tells you the opposite. They also want you to be Tahoe Meaning what? That whatever you feel like inside, whatever feeling you have, just do it outside. It doesn't matter. Right? I can just do whatever. And it, it's almost seen, be authentic. It's almost like, in a, and it's almost positive. Right? Like, just be who you are. Don't be so worried about what other people think and just do what feels good and do what you like and do and it is very much. again, not all of society, but there's a, a certain sense of the sense of autonomy, the sense of the of a, of a society that speaks to doing what works for me is very much what's what is in the you know goes around in, in the world today, and he and he says that that creates a loss of dignity right? when I just go out and looking for what feels good all the time. Um, obviously, no one's doing that all the time. But that's like sort of part of the, the approach in life. It's just trying to find things that feel good. He says that, that leads to a loss, a loss of dignity for a person. To be a person who's just going after what feels great without any sense of repercussions or what type of person I'm becoming and how that's affecting me as a human being and in my relationships and all that stuff. He said that's, that's not a Torah Gaffa. And he and he's, takes to that point, he says, that he thinks that a person who, he talks about drugs specifically, um, not specifically marijuana, but that it, it, it's, he says there is you him involved, but that it, 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 it's not, but it's not a Torah Shkafah. To be a person who's just kind of like going after what feels great, I mean, it doesn't take me anywhere purposeful. It doesn't take me into improving myself as a person, he thought was not, not appropriate. And I, and I think the real question here is, you know, again, I think we've seen that the argument that it's like categorically forbidden is a hard argument. You know, categorically are, Um to, 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 to smoke a little marijuana here or there, is it really be like, isurim, uh, uh, are there other who said it's usur? Absolutely, there are. But, yeah, could you make arguments and good svaras and rationale to, 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 to be make? Well, you could. You could. And, and it's not such a crazy thing to make, such a ration, to make such an argument. But the question is, what's the goal? Why? Why is someone going there? And, I'll, and I'll, be, I'll tell you the truth is, the same question when it comes to drinking a lot, right? Why am I going there? Why, why does someone feel the need to do that a lot? Um, and, I, and I think that's a question that a person should ask themselves. You know, if I'm considering marijuana, like why? why? What is it, what's going on inside of me that I'm looking there for that enjoyment and for that pleasure and for that, and for that escape? Because that's what it really is. It's not, it's not like other pleasures. It's a, it's a different type of pleasure. It's an escape. Um, more than anything else, which is what getting drunk is also. Um, and and I, think that, I think that's really the question that a person should be asking himself. Is it, where am I finding my simcha? And it goes right back to the first, first quote we had here. In Hebrew, there are not so many words for happiness. Jews don't like being happy. He's right, because we don't believe in happy. We believe in fulfillment. Right? We believe in simcha. Simcha doesn't mean happy. Simcha means fulfilled. That I'm, that I'm living a meaningful life with values that I'm that I'm, I'm working on something that I'm I'm working together with my family and with my and and, and within my life and my friends and with my spouse and with my in my community to build and to be productive, and when I when I when my like when I'm running after, you know these types of things to get a, you know to get that high. I, I think I'm not saying again categories forbidden hard to argue, those who are forbidden for sure there are, um, but I think the the question more is the question of hashgufa and our mindset when we address something like this. And what, what is the Torah's view of it? And I think the Torah's view in general is that we're looking to, to, to work on ourselves and to improve ourselves and be involved in meaningful activities. And if this is something that takes us to just some escape from needing from any responsibility or escape from that, from that sense, I think it's a question we gotta ask ourselves. But uh, I think there's more to be said than just what we can say in, in, in 45 minutes. But if this gives you at least some, uh, some, some pieces to talk about and I think more conversation as always to be had. Continue All right, next week. All right.